So the clocks went forward in the UK. It means summertime is officially on its way. We're getting sunshine. Finally, this is going to be a positive, feel-good podcast. But less sleep, <laughs> though. <laughs> We've had less sleep, so I'm actually more depressed than normal. I love that Sophie's like, the sun. The sun will make our podcast better. We can make mm. this happen, no. guys. No. Positivity. No. Do you know what? I think no. it's really funny as like a melanated emo, that duality of loving the sun but also hating the sun because it's great for my skin, but I also only exclusively wear black, so I melt. But I also tan. Sweat. Just sweat and tan in the yeah, sun. Yeah, I'm, mm, I'm sweaty but sexy. Hello and welcome to On Wednesdays We Wear Black with me, Sophie K, Alex Holcomb and Yasmin Sumas. Hello. That was Yasmin. Do you know what? I'm going to stop being nice to you. I'm going to stop doing you a big intro and you can just be and that Yasmin. That stupid um, cunt. That's that. it. <laughs> that Yasmin. <laughs> Anyway, um, this week we are back for another news episode. We've been a little while since we've done one of these Mm -hmm. and there's been so many releases. Oh my God, so much going on on social media Mm -hmm. and a lot happening in the news. But first of all, I think we have to start with the saddest news story that absolutely broke my heart, which was the death of Taylor Hawkins, the drummer for Foo Fighters, and Alanis Morissette um, in her Jagged Little Pill days. And he was only 50 years old. That's so sad. So young. So So sad. No age. It's heartbreaking. And like, it was, it's almost beautiful when you see, and it's beautiful, such a weird word to describe it, but beautiful when you see the rock community coming together and bands and fans alike just telling their stories. Because he was... He was a genuinely nice guy. It's almost hard to say was about him because he was so full of life. Yeah. 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 It's He um I interviewed him and he actually said that he listens to my show on Absolute Radio and Kerrang Radio. Oh titty. And oh we, my god. We had a really nice chat about it. Um because yeah, he was just a nice Nice guy. Have you guy. seen that nice video man. of him and Foo Fighters trolling Westboro Baptist Church? Because that's my, yes, that's my favorite. Yes, thing. so good. It's so, so We shared good. that on our page, uh, didn't so we? So fucking good. I fucking love that man so much. I'm so sad about his passing. It breaks my heart. Like, he's just, he's such an angel. I think the hardest thing for me is, was because I'm quite an empathetic person and I've lost a lot of people in my life. I imagine how it must feel for Dave. So because let's hard. not forget... He started Foo Fighters after the death of Kurt Cobain. I know. Yeah. And I know he can he can continue and they can have another drummer, but it'll never it's be the same. And to have same. lost two band members. There's like so many interviews as well with Dave where he was just going like, there is no one else like him. Like we just clicked and we just knew that we had to do this thing. And he was like, I knew just knew we were going to be best friends as soon as as soon as we met each other. And I was just like, oh man. There's a point in life at which like therapy can hardly therapy can there's very little therapy can do at this point because that man must be in so much pain yeah r.i.p 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 to taylor and thank you for the music taylor because what an amazing musician also um it feels like the music industry is losing so many amazing people because keaton pierce from too close to touch also passed away yeah oh, so they sad are, they're not i don't understand it's like I feel like we have a disproportionate amount of loss in our right, scene. Right, It makes me so sad. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, like, there are the things that 
you would almost expect from tormented musicians which is you know things related to depression and drugs but there's just random shit like heart attacks and health issues that happen to people life is so strange like whenever musicians pass away it reminds me that like death comes for everyone it gets me super nihilistic i think it sometimes feels weird because you look at like a certain musician and you like idolize them so much you feel like they're just gonna live forever and it's like Mm. a really weird feeling trying to process it and you're like oh why do i feel this like massive loss for someone that i've never met in my life right right chester bennington and um and uh chadwick boseman were the two people who I cried as if I had lost a close friend. Mm. And I, I, couldn't, I couldn't actually understand what I was... I was like, why am I crying this much? Yeah, They're not my friends. They're just people who existed in the world. Them. But yeah, that's, that's amazing because it shows the mark they left on the world. For me, it was yeah. um, Mitch Looker when he passed away. I sobbed. Oh, yeah. I sobbed. Like, I don't know how I'm going to handle it when the bands that I love eventually do pass away because that's what happens in life. Like, I'm just going to be a wreck. They don't even know me, but I'm going to be a wreck. Well, this is a, this is always a tough one, the news episode, because obviously the stories this month, we're led by the stories and there's been a lot of intense mm. stories. So also, I just want to touch quickly on one of the stories that a lot of people were talking about on social media as well, Yasmin, I'm sure you saw it. And it was that Sophie Lancaster, if you don't know the story about Sophie Lancaster, her and her boyfriend were beaten up in the north of England um, for being alternative looking. And the boys, one of the boys that was arrested at a young age has now been released after 15 years, I believe. Mm. And people are very, very divided um, and very upset about it. Now, I saw a write-up from Sophie's mother which was absolutely heartbreaking because this happened back in 2007. She formed a charity which works against violence and prejudice. And she said she's very disappointed in the result of the parole hearing. Once again, we have a justice system that fails to deliver justice. However much progress people make in prison, they have been given the sentence in recognition of the extent of their crime. The judge at the murder trial described the attack on Sophie as feral, with the attacker's behaviour as savage and merciless. Her injuries were so severe, the paramedics attending the scene could not facially distinguish if she was male or female. Oh my God. How can oh you God. bear knowing the reality of the level of oh. violence my daughter was subjected to? And that goes on. And you can see more details of that on her Loudwire if you want to read more of that. But absolutely heartbreaking. heartbreaking. Oh, I just um, think as a mother, like, yeah. just still reliving that. You know, I mean, you relive it every day, don't you? But it's just the kick, I suppose, you would feel just 15 years yeah. is nothing, is it? You know, just knowing he's living his life. Yeah. yeah. You know, you mentioned uh, about social media, Sophie, about how everybody reacted on social media. They did. Um, the internet was divided. It was so upsetting because um, there was two different arguments. There was people saying, well, how can you only serve 15 years for taking somebody's whole life, right? But then people yeah. were also like, well, the judicial system can rehabilitate people. I think they're two different conversations. You can be upset that he's been let out you can think the judicial system is wrong without upsetting people who are clearly very hurt by this situation and feel personally affected by it because all that i saw on twitter was people arguing and i thought to myself imagine if sophie's mum saw this like that's horrible yeah 
Yeah. It's it got me because I was like, yeah, fair enough. Prisoners rehabilitation. I'm a big supporter of all of that, but we don't live in a country where that's the reality. Yeah. It's so the idea is great, so but it's mm. a great idea, but that's not yeah. what's being happened. Yeah. That's not what's happening in practice. I'm sure there's there's programs and things to help prisoners, but it's not like we're one of the Nordic countries that that supports yeah. their their prisoners in that yeah. way. So I, I I just feel it just felt like a real kick in the teeth, and we all felt it because we all went through it with Sophie's mum. So sending big love to her right now, um, wherever she is, and I hope she knows that the whole alternative community support we're all her behind her. We love her. Um, now, this is something um, distressing, but in a very different way. Um, this story is about Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, another news episode he's, where we talk about back. Machine Gun every month. Can you just give it a Gotta break, this bro, PR credit, please? He just makes it yeah. into every episode we talk about because the man don't stop. He's everywhere. He everywhere. He's everywhere, and it's all so well orchestrated. Um, he did an article with Billboard which was titled At Home with Machine Gun Kelly Oh it sounds so wholesome The New Prince mm. of Pop Pie Stop it right now <laughs> And it says He went from an also ran rapper to pop punk poser boy with his new album Mainstream Sellout He's ready to prove he's no poser But what if you've already proven you are a poser? Sorry, I mean, what? When is he going to start proving he's not a poser? (laughs) Because it's certainly not. When does the posing stop? (laughs) Asking for a friend. I'm just wondering. (laughs) People were so mad online. So mad. We made a meme. (laughs) Because I don't know if you've seen that, like, people think that the guy from La Dispute sounds like Gene from Bob's Burgers. So I tweeted being like, this is the real king of pop punk. Um,. Brilliant. But, you know, I said this on Twitter. Um, I think the actual kings and queens and royalty of pop punk are the people of colour who've been pioneering alternative music since the beginning. And also, I don't want to hear anything from people who switched up on rap when black culture was no longer profitable for them. Oh! <laughs> yeah, do you know what, though? Let's be honest. Like, I'm going to say something really harsh here. Oh, go on. And I know a lot of people. I was going to make a TikTok saying just this, but I thought I might get cancelled. I think the reason he had to leave rap is because when he dissed Eminem, the rap community stood behind Eminem. And when I say the community, I don't just mean the fans. I mean the artists. Yeah. When he came over to rock and dissed Corey Taylor, the rock audience stood behind him. But the rock artists were so desperate to increase their paycheck yeah. and their fame across the globe that they still teamed up with him. I agree. That's, I, that's a tea. I that's agree. a tea that's going to that's gonna spill in your lap and that's going to burn your lap. Do you know what I mean? That's a hot fucking I tea. Hold hot I tea. hold the same kind of thing with Miley Cyrus. Like all of them in the early 2010s just wanted to profit off of black culture. And then when it became no longer profitable for them, They've all suddenly moved into rock, which is also black culture, but they don't realise that. So. It's 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 sad because I know I know quite strongly where the rock audiences stand mm-hmm. and where the old audiences stand and people who are part of the community. But I'm really disappointed in a lot of our musicians, if I'm completely honest. It's a lot, because- isn't it? It's not just like one collab. It's like there are collabs coming out of 
every hole in the universe at the minute like it's just more and more and it's like okay is no one gonna say anything because they're doing for him and uh, I don't mean to compare them but it's the first one that comes to my mind what it's the same um, major label strategy Mm. that was used for people like Chris Brown yeah and audiences forgive Chris Brown because you just put him with the right people who are loved Mm -hmm. and then they get forgiven yeah and that's exactly what they've done um, is they've put MGK with the right collaborators and then he gets forgiven and so there's a point at which I go I wouldn't I I wouldn't if I had um, if we had a ma- if we had a male friend who had perved on underage girls I'm not going to go and stand next to him in photos to help him no rescue his career that's not what I'm going to do even angry I'm not going to make it. songs with him I'm just sad it's actually quite sad to me yeah because it's like it's disappointing yeah dis- I'm not I'm not mad I'm just disappointed. <laughs> That. <laughs> that is it. That's how I feel about the whole situation. Well, you know what? I think Machine Gun Kelly takes up way too much of our time anyway. So can we yeah, please yeah. move on to the next news move story? On. Move on. Move on. Move on. Okay, so now it's time for what's happening in the world of releases. Ooh. Da, da, da. That's me. I want like a puff of smoke or something <laughs> when that's said. I'm like, da, da, da. Um, <laughs> yeah. We haven't got budget for no. that. <laughs> no. get, get your vape out what again. Are you? And then that's about it. That's as close Emo as Emo Houdini. What the fuck? Yes. Who do you think if, you are? What if I want that? Okay, I deserve my. I might get my own fog machine. I'm actually begging you to go get your vape and do that right now. I don't. It's, it's run out of battery, but I would otherwise. Thank you. Anyway, moving, moving. Vapes are bad for you. Don't vape. I know. I started smoking again. What I've just told you. Shut secret. Um. Anyway, <laughs> new releases. <laughs> right. Please stop. Please stop judging me. We've had dance, Gavin, dance. And Rob from Don Broco, oh. Synergy. What are our yes. thoughts on that? I are we vibing with I love Dance it? Gavin Dance. I love oh it. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I can throw ass mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just something so inherently... I know there's some bands that, like, people of colour just gravitate to because it's got a bit of spice. It's got a bit of, like, ass throwing back to it, you it's know? got a bit of soul. Yeah. yeah. That's Dance Gavin it's Dance. Them and issues, well, always... you know? Yeah. Well, we don't talk about issues anymore. And so, my heart breaks. Tyler, heart- what no. did he do? Stop, stop it. Side note. Anyway. Side note, right. Okay, yeah. So, side note. <laughs> I saw Def Havana live the other day. And I was like, why did they... they If they took James from Def Havana and put him in issues, they could have literally taken over the world. His voice is... I didn't realise his voice was that good because I've not seen them properly live that's interesting i would never put that like two and two together sophie you're about his to voice is like, another, like amazing industry band you are you super creating band. the super next group. industry yeah. plan i'm kidding i'm kidding uh, i created yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyway keeping on with new music um gerard way and matt heafy from trivia ah! No. Collab. No, no. What? I did Please. not expect that ever. I love it. <laughs> ever. He did black metal scream. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. Do you know what? That is how. That is how. If you are talented, you don't need to insult other musicians to go viral over on social media. Gerard Way, just just that tiny little snippet. Yeah, just like everywhere. Hi guys, back now. Okay, cool. Love that. Later. Um. <laughs> Architects orchestral version of uh, for those that wish to oh, exist. Beautiful, beautiful, oh. beautiful. Beautiful. I saw the um, the live stream, the Abbey Road live stream, and that was like mm. the best thing I have 
ever seen and I just did not think I'd still be saying that about live streams what two years on from covid so that's how you know it's good um avril's album finally come yes, out been rinsing that rinsing mm. long awaited i feel like i've been waiting for like years for that I know. It's so good. yeah still good but then nova twins with cleopatra Woo-hoo-hoo. another banger always with nova twins and then their new album's out on the 17th of june, june. Buy yeah it. i'm so excited for that Buy it they all um else. all of that's been done in lockdown as well and they just said basically it's so creative and full of like anger and frustration and that's how i know it's gonna be lit because nova twins are always lit anyway not long now until it's time for 2000 trees festival which is taking place on the 6th to the 9th of july in cheltenham in the uk we've partnered up with them and the festival's gonna be headlined by idols jimmy world the Rise, who are playing Visa in full and their hits, and Turnstile. Now, they've just finished announcing a load more bands from Yumi at Six, the Twin Atlantic, Boston Manor, Nova Twins, Kenny Hoopla, the excerpts. I'm particularly looking forward to seeing Kenny Hoopla because I've not seen him yet live. Have any of you? I've not, no, at all. But I've not seen Cassiette either, and Cassiette is on the lineup, and Petrol Girls, and James and the Cold Gun, who I have been wanting to see oh, oh, that's for cool. ages. Yeah, there's also a band called Thrill Collins that I really want to see. Thrill like, Collins! Oh my God. That is like the coolest name I think I've ever heard. <gasps> oh for a band. If they're not God. Australian, I mean, they probably Thrill are. Thrill Collins? That is a cool name. It. That is Thrill amazing. Collins. Okay, but can we please talk about how Yumi at Six are there? I freaking ooh, love ooh, ooh, Yumi at Six. It's going to be epic. I'm also really excited to see Twin Atlantic on the forest stage because I heard there's something different about the forest stage. Oh my God, year. oh my God. Yes. So this time, because normally they do um, acoustic sets and they're going to be doing an acoustic set, but they've also got the setup to do proper sets in the <gasps> middle of a forest. That is yes. so aesthetic. Do not run into a tree whilst you're circling. That would be me. That would be ricocheting off it like a Simpsons character. Gosh. Um, if you want to go to 2000 Trees, though, it's really easy. Yasmin, how do you get our discount? You can head to 2000treesfestival.co.uk slash tickets and enter the code Wednesdays. Days. Wednesdays. Wednesdays. On Wednesdays, we wear black. And then you get you get a discount. And I love a discount. Discounts. I'm a bargain bitch. I love a discount. Yes. And if you ever invite me to your party, I will be putting the food in my handbag. Okay, bye. And Alexis on fire. I've revealed a new album after 13 years. What are our thoughts on that? Oh my God, yes. Although I've got one complaint with Alexis on fire. Oh no, what now? I can't buy their merch because I have to get it shipped in from the US. And the, I mean, from Canada. And the shipping is like a lot yeah. of money. How much is shipping so from con- Canada? So like it got to the point where buying the hoodie would cost me around a hundred pounds oh my which, god which I'm, and, and i was debating it for a little bit and then i was like no because i could literally buy a designer hoodie for that yeah. well hopefully not that i would wear a designer hoodie <laughs> this means but, though if there's a new album there might be another tour then they'll bring their merch yes. to the tour and then we'll just save shipping costs that way yeah. so fingers crossed i'll be rinsing that merch t- table the whole table looking like i'm their merch girl yeah, <laughs> yeah. head to toe alexis on fire do it but yeah that is that are the main the main releases this month so i think it's oh pretty my god stacked, my alexa's stacked. talking to me stop stop <laughs> 
Welcome Al- to the podcast. Such, <laughs> she's such a fucking knobhead. <laughs> Alexa, just fuck off for once in your All fucking the- life. <laughs> she, when you talk to her, she's like, I don't understand. And then you'll start talking randomly and she'll go, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I'm oh, sorry about my life too, okay? Thank you for your concern. <laughs> Jesus Christ. God. All the good releases are coming out now and I feel like they're just so good because... Everyone was stressed and frustrated during lockdown, so they brought some like next level anger into yeah. their albums. Yeah. yeah, and that's you know you get fat tunes, big fat juicy tunes. Just want to get your mouth round. Mm-hmm. That's how I. Describe is that it, it for our releases this week, Alex? Yes, that is that. that cool. they're, they're the I'd say they're the ones that yeah the main the main stacked goods of this month. Didn't you say as well? Horror did a track with Corey Taylor. <gasps> horror, horror. Yeah, horror released. They've got a new album out actually. Is that now? Yeah, yeah they have. it's already out. Yeah, yeah. Um, weird. It was delayed slightly at first. Yeah, and guess who produced it? Travis Barker. Yeah. Do you know what? Finally, Travis, I think he listens to this podcast and mm-hmm. we called him out for not being enough of an ally and now he's coming and being more of an ally. When I saw it, I was like, is he like an Alexa just listening in? <laughs> like, oh, He's I know listening. what I need to do now. Yeah. Travis He's listening. The and then Horror are going to get their head shaved. It's going to be a whole thing. And they're going to join and the cult. Ju- and yeah. They will yeah. join, <laughs> join the LA cult. Um, yeah, no, I'm really glad that Travis did that and championed a band like Horror who have been grafting for years. Mm-hmm. Horror, like, they have earned their credentials within rock. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Found a new band on TikTok mm-hmm. the other day that I was considering writing about for Kerrang. And I was listening to them and I was like, this music's actually okay. I clicked through their page and I realised they were doing all these videos of, you might think we listen to R&B, but we're alt. Or well, you might think we're making R&B music, but we're alt. Yeah. Looked through and they have nothing to do with the alt community. Right. How do we feel about that? What genre There's now were this, they? They were doing like kind of they call it trap rock, but I don't wouldn't really call it trap rock. It was a bit more like ethereal, right? Um, rock with a bit of rapping. But I think it's clickbait, and it might have worked. But I'm just like, where do we feel about these new this new scene of bands coming in who don't have anything to do with the rock community? They're they're just fans of the new wave of popular they rock. They won't last. Yasmin, you go on, Yasmin. Yeah, Yasmin, go off. Last a second because I tell you what, the, but like the greatest thing about our community is if you're a fan of rock music and you make rock music, you can have that heritage. Like I listen to newer pop punk bands like Meet Me at the Altar, and I hear influences of older pop punk bands like The Wonder Years and fucking Neck Deep, right, and their music. And I think when you're just falsifying that to get into a trend, it's just that there's going to be no heart and soul in it. You just can't. They'll get bored. Yeah. I think they'll get bored because they'll realise We'll that, get bored. No, they will, making the music, because they're not going to be fully in it. I personally no, think, true. and they'll they'll come unstuck. They won't have any influences anymore. They'll get bored. There won't be any inspiration because it's not authentic unless they've got a massive label behind them. They were telling them what to do, which we've seen. We won't mention him who shan't be named again. <laughs> but but I know. think rock audiences will get bored bored as well because we there's a we like to hear those references and yeah. those like nods to other bands. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, there won't be like a connection. I feel like with up and coming rock bands, you need the connection with your fan base. And 
you won't yeah. have that if you're not authentic with the music. So, yeah, I think they'll fade out quite quickly unless they get a massive label behind them. But even then, you yeah. can have the biggest label behind you. But if you're not actual fans of something, I think that shows. Because with, with other genres, like it's easy to falsify your love for it. But rock fans know a poser. We know posers yeah. like nobody else. Like That's our job. <laughs> that's what the whole community has been built on. Uh, I don't know. There's a few that well. I could call out that are still getting championed. Sips tea. Speaking of socials and speaking of TikTok. <laughs> what a segue. <laughs> speaking of all that bullshit, Smooth. I feel like I should hop in with uh, what's been happening on the social medias. A lot is the, the short answer. A lot of shit's been kicking off at the moment. Oh, okay. Shit's going, Shit down. going down. So, speaking of everybody's beloved... <laughs> Pop punk prince, Machine Gun Kelly. Oh god, here he oh, goes again. Sophie, oh, Sophie blew up on. T- Sophie's famous. Sophie's in her famous era. Sophie's because famous. Um, Machine Gun Kelly did a cover of Paramore's Misery Business, and um, Sophie decided to make a TikTok with it, saying <laughs> it sounds as flat as wet lettuce, and she's got millions no, of adoring I, fans now. I said, so this is what microwave lettuce tastes like, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I thought. Two people are going to watch it, right? I've had nearly 600,000 views. I've had over half a million famous. views. Famous. How's it feel to be famous? <laughs> it feels... I've got all Machine Gun Kelly's fans coming for me. More views, though. More views. More views. They're pissed off. But actually, the rock community is 100% with me. i tell you what, though. So, like, the actual song is so flat like that's my biggest problem it's just there's no, yeah. there's no vocal range but also people pointed out on twitter um that even paramore stopped playing this song because it had a lot of internalized misogyny i think it's different when a woman <laughs> sings it because it's like oh yeah i have problems but it's fine it's like fine but when a man is calling someone a whore i'm like who the fuck are you <laughs> like i want to run on stage and yeah exactly it. like, it's fine mm-hmm. if Haley williams calls me yes. a whore not a man <laughs> Can I just read um, some of the comments? Please. Go on. <laughs> if this song came out in the 2000s, imagine trying to download Misery Business off LimeWire when you listen to it. This song starts playing. <laughs> 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 that used to be a thing. Um, and then people are talking about Tesco expired food section. Oh my and that was written God. by Herman Lee from Dragon Force. <gasps> Very good. <laughs> no! <laughs> and then... People just right. Someone wrote um, music with no salt, unseasoned. <laughs> Bang, yeah, unseasoned bangs as hard music. as a plastic bag on a <laughs> pavement. <laughs> I've had a week old cola that's less flat. Like this goes on and on, and the way people are roasting him in my comments has it has me dying. Paramore, but for the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> Disney Paramore. <laughs> this is. This is the cover version they play in the supermarket because they're too cheap to pay for a music license. <laughs> Kids bought Paramore. Because <laughs> he, he is like, I'm in the business of misery. Let's take it from she the got top. Got like a body hourglass. like an like hourglass. Sound hourglass. like you want to be there, bro. Sound like you actually want to do it. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm dying. I'm dying. And then he also did a cover of Linkin Park, uh, Numb. Oh. And people are trying to go, you know, don't, don't, Go come for him because his friend died. Blah, 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 blah. Yes, Chester died. But... However. However, there is a point at which you have to respect the poor man's music. Mm. Like, 
Like if you can't, Whitney died, but I'm uh, I'm not going to go and do a cover of Whitney Houston if I'm friends with her. Do you know what I mean? Because there's a point yeah. at which you've got to go. I can't touch that. Yeah, yeah. It's um. <laughs> there's there's like speechless. I'm being, just speechless. There's serious being <laughs> your friend's honor, and then there's embarrassing your friend in his honor. And there's butchering yeah, their craft. Sorry, yeah. I just said it, but sometimes you know. some things are better left unsaid. Hmm. There we go. There um, we go. So what's else? What else is happening on the, the social? So there was a song. Um, I don't even know how to describe this. There's a creator on TikTok. His name is Aria Official, and he is a quote songwriter. I say that because he has written what I like to call. There's two strains of pop punk right now. There's actual pop punk, and then there's manufactured pop punk to get likes on TikTok. So this song goes: fat ass, tiny boobs. Likes girls with tat no likes guys with tattoos. Iced coffee hits her vape. Never gets a second date. Five five hates guys. Heartbroken so many times. Alt chick kind of mean. Dresses like it's Halloween. That sounds Franz, like- is that you? <laughs> <laughs> Are they describing me? Like it's five five. You wish, Alex. Ah, the small tits for everything else. But you know. uh, it's the most cringiest. <laughs> thing i hate i hate songs like that that you're like you have no interest in this you just woke up one morning and was like i'm gonna be a pop punk dude i'm gonna be so edgy i'm gonna prove my parents wrong i'm gonna fuck up my dad's porsche oh like i'm just (laughs) sometimes you don't sometimes kids it's okay to not follow your dreams Mm -hmm. (laughs) just please we need we need people who didn't follow their dreams in this world like for every superhero there's a super villain and mediocre people who didn't follow their dreams. Sometimes it's okay to not do that. I miss the time where, you, where it was like cool to be a jock and not cool to be a rock I know. fan. I miss that I time. Miss it yeah. too. I honestly want to get <coughs> bullied again. Like normalise. Bring, I was going to say bring back bullying. Bring back, bring back emo bullying. Like no, no. Like when someone told me I look cool. That's when I knew shit had hit yeah. the fan. Like yeah. when when you get someone in with a fucking Michael Kors handbag telling you, "Oh my god, I love your t-shirt." That's it's when I know. So it's all metallic. Oh my god. <laughs> I would totally writing. wear that. My dad would like flip, but he might take away my dress button, so I wouldn't wear that. Literally like that. Yes. Yes, basically. Wow, I'm going to be looking that guy up. What's his name his again? His name is Aria Official. Yeah. The last thing I have for Poser. socials is um so the new Batman movie came out and that's not the thing. Um, obviously people made memes on social media and there was an article written by Alt Press talking about how, um, you know, Robert Patterson looked towards Nirvana and Kurt Cobain for inspiration for his character and um, kind of the darkness within his character. That paired with the fact that Robert Patterson's Batman wears smudged eyeshadow, we now have an emo Batman. <laughs> okay, is that what everyone's been saying on social? Yeah. Is everyone slugging it off though? Like everyone hates this Batman no. film because of Robert Pattinson being like a emo it's Batman. It's funny or because there was this one video where it's like it was on TikTok and it was um like Batman seeing the bat signal in the sky and then instead of running outside he runs to the bathroom and puts on his eyeshadow first and then runs out. Like, could you imagine? <laughs> oh shit, Gotham's on fire. Let me just put on some black eyeshadow. Okay, let's go. Like, no, I. No, <laughs> no. What do you think emo Batman would listen to? Ooh, emo Batman, yeah, just emo things. Pro- probably my chemical I was romance. Say, yeah, you've got to go chem. slightly. No, I think he would listen to the Cure or like placebo. 
Oh, okay, yeah, 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 that makes sense. You know, like, bit of an older, you know, because he he seems like one of those pretentious guys who's like, I don't listen to My Chemical Romance. (laughs) I like old school emo. You don't even know old school emo. Like, he would be one of those guys. Well, that sounds quite yeah. irritating. The ones where it is yeah, literally just sad. a man crying in his mum's... Ba- like, La Dispute crying in his mum's basement. Or Modern Baseball, you know? That kind of email. Oh. Like, <laughs> I used to love La Dispute. I fucking love La Dispute. Um, I think it's so funny that they sound like the guy from Gene, um, from Bob's Burgers. Because they do. That's... Don't. You've just ruined I it I think I now. saw you on my... <laughs> you ruined Bob's everything. Snarling. No, he, he does. I'm serious. Next time you listen to La Dispute, all of you... No. Just picture Gene oh. from Bob's Burgers. It's the same voice. Who is... My favourite character, by the way, out of any TV show is probably Jean from Bob's Burgers. You've just Louise is the best. Louise is superior. Anyway, that is all I've got for socials. Side note, why does no one talk about The Chariot anymore? They were such an amazing band and I think they deserve more love. Everyone looks confused. No one here remembers The Chariot. If you're listening to this podcast right (laughs) now and you're like, um, The Chariot, yes, Steve from... Uh, Fever 333 I hear you I see you Cool um, So Words of wisdom We've all lost words it of today wisdom. <laughs> Words of wisdom Chariot, are, It's okay to not follow your dreams <laughs> That's such a terrible okay, thing yeah. to say I'm so sorry I'm sorry It's okay to not follow your dreams If you're a trust fund kid Who has money And whose parents can pay for everything It's fine You can just do nothing for the rest of your life Don't sweat it babe my words of wisdom are check your musicians. Check your musicians, your favourite musicians who mm. are in it for the culture and they're supporting the scenes, the scene and the ones who are bigging up their own careers by making sure they're always in the hottest situations. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my words of wisdom. If you want to start a band to get famous, just don't fucking bother because we're going to see through you every, and you're going to get bored and you're going to waste your time so you might as well go and do what you want to do Yeah, and just don't waste anyone's time. That's- Especially if you're talented because then you're just going to get ignored. The best thing mm. is to have a massive ego and good connections. That's the only Talent way to do it. Talent means nothing. <laughs> it means nothing. Um, yeah. Very clearly. Yeah. Anyway... Um, but follow your dreams if you want. We're not going to shatter everything for you. So if you fancy giving it a go, try, I guess. We've been so horrible. Follow your dreams. <laughs> we started a podcast, so, you know, dreams can come true. This wasn't a dream. Um, it was more like a nightmare. Anyway, you can follow us on forced. social media at We Wear Black Pod on Twitter and Instagram. You can also email us, weWearBlackPod at gmail.com. I'm at Yasmin Suman X on everything. For me, it's at I am Sophie K on Twitter and Instagram. I am Sophie K X on TikTok. I'm at Alex Holcomb on Instagram and on Twitter, and Alex Plays Punk on TikTok. Cool. Cool. All right then, lovers, friends, lovers. family, whatever you Haters. might be, we will see you next week. Haters, <laughs> Haters we do get some of them. Hate. See ya. Haters gonna see hate. You la- uh, see you later. Bye 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 bye. You were listening to On Wednesdays We Wear Black. Please rate and subscribe so that we can keep doing what we do. Special thanks goes out to the Nova Twins for the badass music and Wargasm for the killer screams. See you next week.